Hello and welcome to another episode of Tuesdays with Mummy, a weekly conversational podcast where I Tejas get together with my mother to talk about the different happenings in our lives. Say hello to your crowd, Amma. Hello everyone and thank you for joining us today. We're really excited as always about today's episode and we hope you enjoyed our conversations with Arun Kalaraya last week's. Uh this week on the podcast, we're talking about something that I find very very intriguing. the concept of vipassana um my mother is sort of an expert on this given that she's gone through a lot of courses herself and she's been heavily involved in a lot of activities surrounding the vipassana center in the united arab emirates um of late but more critically vipassana is something that's brought a lot of value to our lives at home um i'm not someone who traditionally takes to things uh like meditation or religion very quickly and what my mother went through in 2018 may was something that sparked off a lot of conversations and a lot of experiences in all of our lives that has involved a lot of reflection and a lot of change as a result and it's all been positive which is why we're here talking about it today um i'd like you to approach this episode with an open mind without preconceptions because i was not someone who did that at the start and sometimes i look back on the first couple of conversations i had with her about the subject and i think to myself if i could have been more resistant to the idea if i could have been less resistant to the idea rather what changes that would have brought about in my life so please as we take you on this conversation this week in part 1 of this two part epi- two part series that we've imagined approach everything that we say with an open mind and with a pinch of salt and if you're interested at any point please do uh, use online resources to find out more or get in touch directly with us if you know us uh, we're always happy to talk about this with that amma i know you're very excited about about it i can see a very big smile on your face So I'd like you to answer: What is vipassana? What is the vipassana course in the Goenka tradition? And who is Goenka? Because that's something that really got to me the first time you kept saying Goenka teacher, Goenka teacher. So the floor is all yours. I'm so excited to talk about vipassana today, uh, Tejas. Uh, but to set the right context, I'm not an expert. This is the very baby steps that I have started taking on this path. and like you rightly mentioned it has brought lot of changes and much joy in my life so let's begin what is vipassana uh, vipassana derives its origin from the word vipassana actually passana is to see and vishesha passana so to which means to see things as they really are so vipassana colloquially what it is called is india's most ancient technique of meditation which was rediscovered by gautama the buddha more than 2500 years ago uh, since the time of buddha vipassana has been handed down by an unbroken chain of teachers although indian by descent mr sn goenka was born and raised in myanmar earlier it was called as burma and while living there he had the good fortune to learn vipassana from his teacher sayaji ubakin sayaji ubakin 
was at that time a very high government official and he popularized vipassana to the householders earlier it was more popular for the monks and nuns and he made it more accessible to people with families and that's how it became more acceptable even in the society since then uh, after mr goenka came down and settled in india and started teaching in 1969 tens and thousands of people of all races and religions have benefited much from that it's been 50 years and now there are 300 centers across the world in over 95 countries which teaches this particular form of meditation so this is a brief about what vipassana is and the tradition so but i mean this is all information that someone can get online but for someone who has never come across the subject i'm curious to know how you first came across this because even though the techniques existed since night for for time immemorial rather um this is not something that i would have imagined you would have done a casual google search about um or you know not something that i would imagine just fell onto your lap so how did you come across this for the first time it is quite interesting so way back in 2018 uh, january it all began with my uh, resolution new year resolution where i wanted to start uh, meditating each day and i started with about 10 minutes 15 minutes i had no idea and i wanted to understand and follow some kind of guided meditation but i did not make efforts uh, much in exploring the different techniques or whatsoever uh and i think in between uh, mid jan or mid feb gauri's friend um, you know she came across this particular seminar vipassana seminar and she found that in dharmshala um you know this was being held there was a center there and it the very idea sounded very adventurous to the three of us quite alluring because of the sanctity of what dharmshala holds and we decided to apply for the center you know for the 10 day uh, residential seminar there um then uh, gauri and a friend uh, got accepted they could not manage dharamshala they got accepted in ladakh and for some reason my application was not accepted there uh, then i started looking out for where the other centers are and i can still recollect so much of joy that i experienced when i came to know that it was just about one and a half hours drive from our house the center was located in rezalkaima so close uh, you know in the united arab emirates and the courses were being held throughout the year uh, at different intervals so this was how the chance discovery happened um we applied for the course in may and uh, then the journey began and it's very i mean that's it's so nice to me that gauri chikma and you did the course in the same duration because as a as someone who was watching all of this unfold from the outside it was at least that you had some company or someone to share the experience with because it was not something that i could provide any support for of any kind because of my disinterest at that time 
but coming to May 20 May 2018 uh the first day of your course was my birthday so i remember you flew out on 9th or 10th may back to dubai and then the course started on 11th may uh which was my birthday and during the course as well there were a lot of family challenges that we had uh with appa's father's passing and there was a lot of things happening in general that were causing at least me to get a little bit you know sort of it would be easier if you were there and sort of say oh i wish she was not in a 10 day seminar course that was what i felt at that time my feelings have since slowly undergone change but i'm interested to know what was your first course experience like was there any preparation that you did for the course in anticipation of how it was going to be uh while filling the application form uh there are certain guidelines that we read through and when i read uh, those i was quite apprehensive about the fact that i had to wake up at 4:30 a.m for the first session uh you know i was not getting up before 6 6:30 each day and it was quite daunting to think about the fact that i had to be up by 4 a.m and uh, also about the fact that there would be 8 to 10 hours of meditation and most importantly no dinner so this was something that i wasn't sure that i would be able to uh, maintain um so the preparations um, i think the only thing that i started doing once the uh, confirmation was got for the participation was to start sitting cross legged on the floor for at least 10 to 15 minutes because prior to that it was impossible for me to sit even more than 15 20 minutes i was just not used to have it unless of course we had some uh, festivities at home even during which we had the liberty to relieve ourselves get up and walk around so sitting in a particular position comfortable position for about 15 20 minutes was the only practice that i did for maybe 2 uh, 3 weeks a day so this was the uh, only thing but yes i was quite uh, apprehensive uh, that there wouldn't be any dinner or evening meal and uh, i was when i look back uh, on the journey on 3 years sorry the first course there were so many volunteers who made it comfortable for me from the fact that there was somebody who put me who picked me up from the house Uh, to the center and once i reached the center made me feel comfortable showed us around uh, the campus tour and i really wanted even with my first uh, presence over there i wanted to give back you know that sort of gratitude was always there uh, with me uh, just seeing the people around and how it made me feel um, and as the course started there was the apprehension as to next day will i be able to get up early uh, how will it be what is being taught so all those kind of questions were constantly being there the first and the second day i think by third day onwards i was more familiar with the daily routines and i kind of settled in quite comfortably the accommodation was very very comfortable 
and so was the food and the people around the teacher was very helpful and we could approach the teacher for any questions that we had related to the technique so i think i settled in pretty quick and i was able to follow the instructions that was being given to me the evening discourses gives us uh, the rational by our principal teacher sn goenka who is no more Uh, provides the rational uh, and the logic as to what we are doing the instructions and what we would be doing the next day the basis of the technique and he has so many humorous anecdotes and small stories that go with it it, it used to keep us in splits and i was eagerly looking forward for the next day's evening discourse i think that was what kept me going uh but on the hindsight i had not informed our parents because i wasn't very sure that i would last for the complete 10 days so it was only you and uh, dad who knew that i would be uh, participating in the seminar and as you rightly mentioned uh, we had the sad demise of our my father in law uh, when the course happened towards the end and i must be thankful uh, to my mother in law to your ajji pune ajji who completely supported me and to dad who uh, ensured that i completed the course and then flew uh, to pune for the formalities the immense help you know otherwise just looking back if i would have been called to do this i don't know if i would have had the courage to sit for a 10 day residential seminar again because somewhere at the back of the mind the thought of someone's demise would have discouraged me from doing this course so their support has meant too much you know the comfort level what they have given uh, i really owe a huge thanks to both punerji and to your dad for making sure that i completed my first course successfully i'm very glad to hear that i think for a lot of people doing the kind of things that a vipassana 10 day course requires you to do is something that's quite challenging and i remember that you were telling me you told me only a little bit like that you had to stay silent for 10 days and i remember thinking that's impossible like it's just it's not how i know you uh, i'll put it that way i think for for me to think about how you could keep quiet for even 30 minutes was just impossible to think of so 10 days without it just uh, fascinating and like you said i think you know just taking one day at a time made such a big difference to how you were going through the course Yes, Tejas. Yeah. That was such a good, important tip that you gave me. I missed saying that uh, when I shared my fears about lasting for ten days. You gave me this valuable advice of taking one day at a time, and I definitely remembered throughout my course thinking about it and mulling much. So thank you so much. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad it helped you, and I think it's one of those things that we've kept revisiting in the years that have passed since. In the past two years, whenever something happens to us, each of us sort of say, "Yeah, that's happened today. We'll take one day at a time." When I was waiting for university decisions, when I've been in positions where it felt like things were out of control, just going back to that has felt very comforting. Uh, but can you talk to me? 
through the most challenging and the least challenging changes that vipassana suggests in your life okay just to give you a brief about the course guidelines as such like you mentioned uh, keeping silence is very important so you're not allowed to talk to your co-meditators so no reading writing or access to internet because you would have submitted your mobile phone so you're just with your uh, thoughts and you're following the instructions during the 10 day period and they would be about 8 to 10 hours of uh, meditation each day and morning breakfast and then uh, lunch and then the evening uh, refreshments okay so these are some of the uh, code of discipline uh, that we follow there uh, also the course requires some really hard serious work uh, it doesn't come easy there are three different steps so the first step um, is to follow the moral conduct the precepts what is called and this helps something like not stealing and speaking falsely and all so keeping the silence helps you to follow these precepts and the moral conduct calms down your mind and once your mind is calm you know then you are better able to focus on the self observation which is the next part so the next step is to develop the mastery over the mind and then we start focusing the attention on the flow of breath okay and by the fourth day the mind is a lot more calmer and we are able through vipassana to observe the sensations and throughout the body like i mentioned earlier it has a deep interconnection between the mind and the body so this is just a brief about the vipassana and your questions uh, relating to the most challenging changes uh, vipassana suggests okay um to list the top 3 the first one is to make time for meditation it suggests that you have to meditate one hour in the morning and one hour in the evening we find number of excuses not to do a particular task so to set aside the time to do the meditation is the most challenging one and only when you be practice rigorously we will be able to benefit it's similar to going mm. to a gym right i mean if yeah. you it's any any routine development correct so if you want to keep your physical fitness you need to go to the gym every day and stretch out and do your exercises similarly if you want to benefit from vipassana you will have to meditate every single day morning and evening and for that you need to have faith and you know you need to have the discipline also um a consistent practice for at least one year is what is recommended to establish the practice and i'm very happy sh- to share that for the first year i did one hour early morning meditation from 4:30 a.m to 5:30 a.m for one complete <laughs> year <laughs> and in the evening it was little difficult little challenging I, but slowly later thereafter i started doing in the evening also that would be the first thing and the second is uh, being detached uh, some might consider as aloofness uh, even in the family you know you are easily misunderstood so you need to be uh, sensitive as to how you would want to express your emotions and uh, third i feel um, is to see the goodness in everyone 
or rather mm. not see the impurities you know like the ill feelings what you have whether it is anger jealousy um or uh, you know competitiveness or whatever you have ill feelings you know just to keep them aside uh, neither to express those emotions not to suppress them but to take the economous path of observing them this i think is the most challenging uh, suggestion that vipassana tells us to do so obviously it means that you would not be reacting but would be taking your time to respond yeah and the least challenging is to follow the five precepts the moral concept <laughs> <laughs> and uh, being in the present moment <laughs> uh, mm. i think that would be the uh, least challenging ones that's good i'm i'm glad that you had the the sort of experience that you did and you were able to you know meditate so consistently for a year i think that brings us to the end of part 1 of this two part episode that we've planned uh thank you so much for listening to this conversation about vipassana we've deliberately intended this episode to be a little more informative because the next episode's all about my mother's reflections about her time practicing vipassana and the kind of things that it's brought her like we said at the start of these episodes please approach them with an open mind and we hope you enjoyed our conversation today thank you so much for tuning in and this episode like always will be out wherever you like to listen to our podcast whether that's spotify or apple podcasts we'll see you then next week on tuesdays with mummy goodbye